2: Let's Make Life Happen with author and host Dr. Eva Shaw is a show that will help you understand about self-sabotage behavior that has caused patterns in relationships, career, financial stress, and health. The Let's Make Life Happen approach is one that intertwines with solution-focused and cognitive behavioral therapy. So please welcome the host of Let's Make Life Happen, Dr. Eva Shaw.
1: Good morning and welcome to the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen. So today's show is on anxiety, depression, and stress. And please don't go away. Uh, That sounds like it's going to be a bit of a negative show, but no, it's not going to be. I am going to be doing some education. Um, and I would invite you to call in and ask any questions that might come to your mind. You're welcome to do that. A little bit more information about me. First of all, um, my website address is www.makelifehappen.info. So it's n f o. And I do thank you very much for joining with me today, and I hope that you can stay for the whole show. There's a lot of information that I'm going to put forward very quickly today. My mission always for the show is that I truly want to be the person who makes your good days exceptional and helps turn your bad days into great learning experiences so that you might say, my life has changed. Since I met Eva, so let's make life happen today. This is a Friday morning and let's make it a really great one. So on my show, I focus on issues of self-sabotage patterns and raising our deserve level and changing our belief systems about ourselves. And if you've been listening since the beginning of the show, it's been about three and a half months, you'll know a lot about me because I've certainly had self-sabotage in my own life. And I wrote a book about it and I, I've put experiences into of my own life that you can relate to. And... Uh, that My book actually is called The Butterfly Flies, and the butterfly, of course, is my own experiences of myself. Um, also today, to do with anxiety and depression and stress, you know, these things really dominate our world. It causes many people to burn out, and many people have to go on short-term or long-term disability because of these things. Accidents in the workplace may have been able to be controlled if only anxiety, depression, and stress wasn't there. So this is what I'm going to be talking with you about today. I am a relationship specialist in the workplace and in the home, and so that in itself tells you that I've worked with a lot of people who have jobs in companies, and uh, that would be with the Employee employee, uh, um, Benefits Program, and I also do personal counselling in my office in Edmonton. So I'm located in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and I teach the Make Life Happen approach, as I call it, as a registered clinical counsellor and as a self-sabotage life coach. So I am, again, a relationship specialist in the workplace and at home. Last week, I talked to you about building a home and a career, too. And I mentioned at that time that often that situation in our life can cause anxiety, may cause depression, and it's lots, lots of times very stressful. And so that's why I'm following that show today and talking about anxiety, depression, and stress Next week, I'll let you know that I'm going to be presenting on Understanding Anger. We have to understand anger to know ourselves. And it's a really important thing to know the difference between anger and other emotions and what to do with anger, because anger is okay, but it's how we react and what we do with it. So that will be next week's show is Understanding Anger. So you can visit my website at www.makelifehappen.info. And there you'll find my contact information. You'll get to know me a lot better. Uh, You'll be able to read an introduction to my book, The Butterfly Flies. And you can also set an appointment under contacts on that website. So, again, it's make Info. I have got, um, when you set an appointment on my calendar, you have a choice. You can come into my office if you happen to be in Alberta or want to fly in. And uh, you can set, a, or you can set a video appointment or a telephone or a messaging appointment with me. And it's all done right there on my website. I I like that because people who are in rural areas or have medical conditions can't get out of the house or new moms can use this service and can talk to me. So remember that it's there. So on we go, beginning with anxiety. Last week, I gave you a few of the things that are on a little chart that says, how does anxiety affect you and so I'm going to return to that little chart just as a bridge here and it does answer the question how does anxiety affect you so the thoughts when someone is anxious that they might have is something awful is going to happen either to me or to my family or somewhere around me or look at the news and look at all of the disasters that are there And lots of times when people come into my office with anxiety, I tell them to not watch the news because we need to concentrate on our own little world that we live in sometimes and stay away from the big picture of things if that makes us anxious. So something awful is going to happen or I will not be able to cope. Now, that means that you're feeling really scared. What if I don't do it right now, that tells me that you're feeling really nervous. What will people think of me? That causes you irritability. I need to escape. Well, of course, that's leading you into depression. What are the physical symptoms that go along with anxiety? Well, a lot of people, when they have the symptoms of anxiety, they go to the hospital thinking that they're having a heart attack. And that's how serious it can feel. So your heart starts to beat faster. You have physical tension. You have dizziness, maybe, possibly hot and sweaty, and maybe tunnel vision. And tunnel vision can lead you into doing things to cope like undereating or overeating or those kinds of things and physical tension can cause you to cope with things like increasing your smoking or your drinking or or drugging and those are not good behaviors and so other skills for coping need to be put in place and when you have low mood which usually with anxiety you don't feel really good and your mood isn't great, you might have the thoughts of, I'm a failure. Might have the the thought of, people think I'm stupid. Or nobody likes me. Or there's no point. I might as well not be here. We're going to take a break now, so I'm your host, Dr. Eva Shaw and this is Let's Make Life Happen and we are live on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio and I'll be right back. There are artists and then there's Alice
0: Asmar. This award winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the Southwestern United States. Her book Dance to the Great Spirit showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians and four of her lithographs and permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at Les Ecole des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris.
2: Visit www.asmarart.com www.aliceasmarinternational.com and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com.
1: I'm Dr. Eva Shaw and you are listening to Let's Make Life Happen. We're coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. So I'm talking with you today about right at this moment about anxiety. And so I was going over uh, how does anxiety affect you? And I almost got through that. So I'm just going to finish with that. The physical symptoms of how anxiety affects you, some of them might be you might have difficulty sleeping. A lot of people tell me that they wake up at 2 or 3 in the morning and can't go back to sleep when they're suffering from anxiety. And others just can't go to sleep and sometimes are awake all night. Another symptom is poor appetite or overeating. So for some people, not eating and for other people, overeating. And being really cheerful so crying lots of people tell me they cry at work and they can't just can't help it at their desk they just sit there and start to cry which is really embarrassing for them and of course that doesn't help the anxiety it just makes it worse and maybe maybe just talking with a friend and just burst out crying and maybe even not for any reason at all but tearfulness is one physical symptom and loss of sex drive is also um, a symptom so there's um, something that I want you to a couple of things I want you to remember with regards to anxiety. I call anxiety a fear of the future. So anxiety is a fear of the future. Now, future can be a minute or two from now. It can be a month from now, it can be a year from now or whatever, but it is a fear of the future, the main word being the fear, of course. So what is it that you're scared of? Do you even know? Uh, and, and some people know and some people don't know what it's about as far as why the anxiety is there. One of the most important things, so this is the second thing I want you to remember, is that when you're anxious oftentimes you stop breathing or you breathe really really shallow and it's important to not do that you need need to make different kinds of patterns um, in your brain for when anxiety hits because you have to breathe to be able to get the oxygen oxygen through to your brain so then you can cope and there's just a really little short, and I'm going to quickly tell you a little breathing exercise. There's many written ones out there. You'll find many on the internet, but this is the one that I use with clients because it's so easy, and it works really well. So it's called the five-five-five exercise. You have to remember to breathe from your diaphragm, so down in your tummy, your belly area. You have to um, realize that you can't breathe up just uh, the base of your throat. You can't do that. It has to come from way deep inside. And so, you breathe in through your nose and you count to five, and then you breathe out through your mouth, and you count to five. And you do that exercise five times. That's why it's called the 555 five, five exercise. And I've taught this in, to many people, and they find it to be, and they agree with me that it is the most important thing that helps them to deal with anxiety. When I say count to five, I mean one, two, three, four, five. I don't mean 100, 200, not that way. It's just a slow one to five count. The other thing that's really helpful is progressive muscle relaxation to help you relax. And so, again, you can find these on the internet, but it's basically from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, every muscle. You flex your muscle, you tighten it, and then you release it you tighten it and you release it and every muscle that you can find in your body tighten and release it and that will help you to relax other things that you can do for coping with anxiety is you can go for a walk one of the very best things but concentrate on the little things like a leaf that's Splitting across in front of you on the sidewalk, or an animal, or a bird, some of the kinds of things in nature. Take your mind off of the day-to-day routine things, and go and notice the little things in life. Spending time with your family, well that depends, that may be a good thing, that itself can be an anxious thing. But if it's going to help, then make sure you spend lots of time with your family. Some people find reading a book is relaxing to them. Uh, One thing I always recommend is get a thought journal and journal events. Journal your belief about that event or your thoughts about that event. And the consequences are the emotions that you had with that event. So journaling, in my mind, is a very, very important thing. Again, it'll show you what your patterns are. It will show you what situations uh, there's been and how you've reacted to them. And then that's how you can make changes in your life. Some of the natural products that you might use to help manage your anxiety. Now, this is what I'm calling, you know, health food store kinds of things. I'm a doctor, but I'm not a medical doctor, and I don't uh, give recommendations for medications in any way, shape, or form. I always send people to their doctor for that. Um, However, I do have a nutrition degree. My first degree was a Bachelor of Science in Nutrition. And there are some natural products that you might want to try. That is entirely up to you. One of them is just simply called Stress Relief. Another one is called Highlands H-Y-L-A-N-D-S, Nerve Tonic. And then one of my favorites is Rescue Remedy. Um, and that's a, a flower remedy and so rescue remedy and the last one that i have on my list is magnesium magnesium helps to calm one down calcium and magnesium are really great for that calcium taken at bedtime may help you sleep as well So live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, I am Dr. Eva Shaw and this is Let's Make Life Happen and we'll be right back. Dr. Rob Moyer is
0: the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. PARTNERED WITH ORGANIZATIONS FROM MASSACHUSETTS TO FLORIDA, ALASKA TO THE CARIBBEAN, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels.
2: Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Introducing BetterHome and Garden
3: That's www.betterhomeandgarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. Betterhome and offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective, and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com Garden understands that kind of creativity and do it yourself attitude. Thus we developed our website home and Garden dot offers you the following products right online.
1: Make your home your own. You are listening to Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, live on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And so I've been talking and presenting to you today with regards to anxiety, and I'm just going to finish that up, and then I'm going to move on to the next topic, which is depression. So just a couple of things. Remember, anxiety is not dangerous. It's just uncomfortable remember to breathe easily and remember to do the deep breathing as i said practice using your skills remember that there's no need to rush when you're trying to do things and can't this will be over soon and that's talking about a panic attack and it doesn't matter what others think you really have to believe that. It doesn't matter what other th- others think, only what you're doing for yourself to help yourself. There is a book that I use when I work with people with anxiety, and it's called Master Your Panic and Take Back Your Life. Master Your Panic and Take Back Your Life, to do with anxiety. And the author's name is Beckman, and that's B-E-C-K-M-A-N. So, now I'm going to move on to depression. Today I'm trying to talk with you about three things anxiety, depression, and stress. So, the next couple of ses- segments will be on depression. I'm going to start right off by giving you a book that I have loved for years. And it's good when we're talking about depression because it's a good one to uh, to read. It's an old book, but it's a good book. And it's by David Burns. And it's Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy. Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy. There's also one that uh, is for men in specifics. It's called Don't Want to Talk About It. So, Overcoming the Secret Legacy of Male Depression. And there's one other one, um, Andrew Solomon, who wrote The Noonday Demon, An Atlas About Depression. So, there's some book resources for you. So, just exactly what is depression? Well, I'll tell you something. It's a lot more than just the blues. So imagine an illness that affects one in 10 people. One in 10 people are affected by depression, but only one third of those 10 people seek treatment. So only one third of diagnosed people actually seek treatment for it. And and it affects one in 10 people. So... It's very common, as you can tell by those statistics. My definition of what depression is, um, (laughs) I seem to come up with these things as I work with people, but this is how I see it. A very simple definition is it's anger that you turn inward on yourself. So it's anger turned inward on yourself. And it's about anger that about things that have happened in your past that is causing you anger. So it's about your past issues that's making you angry and you're turning the anger in on yourself. That's called depression. And it is a clinical mental health issue. It can be fatal because 15% of people with severe clinical depression, commit suicide. 15%. It is an illness. Now, the positive side of all of this is 80% of people, when they are treated, are successful. I always try to be very positive because things can change and things that happen in life don't have to stay with us for life. Anxiety can be treated. Anxiety can be managed. Depression can actually um, go away, particularly if it's situational depression, let's say, and situations in your life just aren't what you want them to be, well, then change them. And if you change them, then you won't have the depression anymore. I know this sounds pretty simple. And if you've had depression, you'll say it's not as simple as that, Eva. No, I know. It's it's very tough. It's very difficult. And it's very hard going through depression. But let me tell you something. You can really, really get to know yourself as you're going through it. Because you have to learn skills. And you have to learn how to not go into the funnel and the spiral down into depression you need to know how to have skills to manage those so uh you know those are some things about what it is so what it is not depression is not just in your head You feel like it is because you feel like your head's in the clouds. You feel like your head's really heavy. You really do feel like it's in your head. But what I'm saying here, it's not in your head. It's not just you imagining this. You're not making it up. And you're not just tired. You are depressed. You're not just tired. That's not going to help you just going to bed and sleeping all the time. Um, as some people think, well, if you're tired, go loud, go lay down, and have a sleep. Yes, but when with depression, you're going to get up just as tired as you were when you went to bed. It's not just having a bad day. Everybody has a bad day. Everybody has a down mood. Everybody feels sad sometimes. Those are all normal things. But when you're suffering from clinical depression, It's not just having a bad day, it's usually having many, many, if not all bad days. And as I watch people heal with this, that's one of the measuring tools that I use is I will say, so how many days in this week have you had that were bad days? How many days of this week have you had that were good days? And in the healing processes I've worked with people, they first start out saying every day is a bad day. And then, well, I had two hours on one day that not so bad. And then that two hours just keeps expanding into more and more time that becomes good time until it comes to where there's more good time than there is bad time. And it, that's the healing process as I see it in my office. I do want to talk with you about the differences between men and women and depression. Because the the symptoms and so on, and the reasons behind all of these things are quite different. So I thought that bringing this to you would be a good thing. And you know what? Again, I don't have... I pull things from my file, and sometimes I don't even know where I got it from because I didn't bother a few years back. I didn't. I just started lately bringing my resources forward. When I did my PhD, I started to realize I better be saying where I got my resources from. This one, I don't know, but I have kept it because it is so good. So... First of all I'll do I'll do a woman and then I'll do a man and you'll see the differences. So this is going to this is quite a list. So women with depression blame themselves. Men with depression feel that others are to blame for their depression. Women feel sad, apathetic and worthless and men feel angry, irritable and ego inflated. And we're going to take a break now, and I'll finish that list when we come back. So this is Let's Make Life Happen, coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and I'll be
0: right back. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12, and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Cheikh Ouvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling Extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ougma brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appetit and bless up.
1: This is Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio, and we are live. All right, so I was going over a list with you and I've just started before the break uh, to do with differences between men and women and depression. And so I'm just going to carry on with that list. So women feel anxious and scared with depression and men feel suspicious and guarded. Women avoid conflicts at all costs and men create conflicts. Women always try to be nice, and men may act overtly or covertly hostile. Women with depression withdraw when they feel hurt, and men attack when they feel hurt. Women have trouble with self-respect, and men demand respect from others. Women feel that they were born to fail, and men feel the world set them up to fail. Women feel very lethargic, and men feel restless and agitated. Women might be, that might be that they would uh, be chronic procrastinator, and men can be compulsive timekeepers. Women may sleep too much, and men sleep too little. Women have trouble setting boundaries, and men must be in control at all costs. Women with depression feel guilty for what they do, and men feel ashamed for who they are. Women with depression feel uncomfortable receiving praise and men feel frustrated if they're not praised enough. Women find it easy to talk about weaknesses and doubts, and men feel terrified to talk about weaknesses and doubts. Women have a strong fear of success, and, we- and men have a strong fear of failure. Another couple, women need to feel like they blend in that gives them a feeling of safety, and men need to be top dog to feel safe. Women use food, friends, and love to self-medicate. Men use alcohol, TV, sports, and sex to self-meditate. Women believe that problems can only be solved if they could be a better spouse, a better co-worker, a better parent, a better friend. And men believe that problems could be solved only if their spouse, their co-worker, their parent, their friend would treat them better. And women, the last one, constantly wonder, am I lovable enough? And men constantly wonder, am I being loved enough? So with this, I would say these are pretty general statements. This isn't necessarily the same for everyone. This is pretty black and white. But those are, that will give you an idea of how men uh, deal with depression and how women deal with depression. So the. Um, Coping. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. I was just looking at my list here. One. I want to let you know that you're not alone. There are some people in this world who have been very, very successful in life, and uh, they have suffered from depression. So I'll just give you a few of them. First one's going to surprise you, I'm sure, because Sigmund Freud was a psychiatrist, the first, first one, and he suffered we believe, from depression. Mike Wallace, who's a broadcaster. Kurt Cobain, who's a rock star. Charles Schultz, who's a cartoonist. Ralph Nader, who's an advocate. Lord Byron, who's a poet. Edgar Allan Poe. Everybody probably knows him, he's a writer. Betty Ford, who was First Lady, of course. And Roger Dangerfield, you may know him. I don't. He was a comedian, or is a comedian. I'm not sure which. Those are some of the famous people that are on this list uh, of people who have suffered from depression. And I know we could put many, many more uh, on this list as well, because of what we know of the stars, particularly today. That there's a lot of stars that actually suffer from depression and acted out in not such good ways sometimes. So the last part of what I want to bring to you to do with depression is coping thoughts. So these are some suggestions, and you can take what you like and leave the rest, of course, and you can make up your own as well. But these are coping thoughts. So the the thoughts in depression are usually very negative thoughts. Like, I'm no good, I'm a failure, those kinds of thoughts. And so the whole idea in healing with depression is to turn them around to positive thoughts. And so these are the kinds of thoughts that we need to have. It's okay to be human. It's okay to make mistakes. That's a really important one because it's absolutely okay to make mistakes. That's how we learn. I will not always feel this way. I am miserable But it's not my fault. I am miserable, but I will not always be this way. It is a strength to ask for help. My friends want to help me and they want to listen to me. Talking to people about how down I feel will not burden them. They will feel good about doing something helpful for me. I don't have to be perfect. I'm good enough the way I am. My work does not have to be perfect. It just has to be good enough. Uh, One flaw does not ruin my whole life in myself, in my projects, or in others. I am lovable and I am capable. Confusion, difficulty making decisions, and difficulty concentrating and sleeping are normal parts of depression and will go away as I get better. I don't have to do anything in order to be a good person. I don't have to work. I don't have to be successful. I don't have to be rich. I don't have to get good grades. And please everyone. I don't have to please everyone to be a good person. When depressed, it is a good time to look after me. In order to heal, I have to put myself first. This is This is not selfish. I can't help anyone else unless I look after myself first. My healing must come first. And now we're going to take a break. I am Dr. Eva Shaw. And this is Let's Make Life Happen, coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and we'll talk more in a minute. The
0: earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written, recorded history. It was around 3100 B.C. when the Sumerians invented the first written language, and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 B.C. to the time that men began achieving political power around 3,000 B.C. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net.
3: Are you stressed? Is your stress driving you crazy? Do you know there are many ways to relieve the stress? The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic does just that, reduce your stress, plus so much more. Established in 1997, The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic offers an approach to wellness, For those individuals who choose to either utilize appropriate complementary methods to enhance their current medical care, or to those individuals who are on their personal journey toward improved health and wellness through the use of therapeutic bodywork, Reiki energy healing, or hypnosis. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic is owned by Dr. Judy Dean, a registered nurse and board-certified massage therapist and medical hypnotherapist in LaPorte, Indiana. Visit www.spiritwithinmassage hypnosis.com to see all services offered by Dr. Judy. For a free personal consultation, please call Dr. Judy Dean at 219 326 1380. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic, 219 326
1: 1380. This is Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, on the BBM Global Network and, TV and, and Tune In Radio. So, we've been talking about anxiety first, and I just finished presenting to you with regards to depression. And now I'm going to talk with you about stress. Last week, remember, we talked about the family and how hard it is to have a family and to work full time and do all of the things and the work life balance that we need to be doing, and sometimes how stressful that feels. I have so many people that come into the office and talk to me about the stress that they're under and the doctor saying the stress has to be relieved or, you know, you're up for some physical things maybe happening. Who knows what can come from that? Because stress is not a good thing in life unless it's good stress and good stress is a good thing. Um, And we have to decipher between the two. If there's a lot of stress in our life, we need to do something about it, and we need to do it as quickly as is possible. That might mean talking to somebody at work about that, like your supervisor. Uh, It might be talking to your family. I mean, there's all different kinds of things that need to happen to be able to relieve stress. But the thing to remember is you have to make changes to be able to um, function when you're under stress so what is stress it's overworking your mind and your body so overworking your mind and your body so what has to happen you have to have a positive attitude and perspective you have to keep yourself in a place of being positive so how can you do that when you're under stress There's been many times in my life when I've come to a place of where I thought, oh my God, what can I do? I feel like I'm on a treadmill and I'm just running so fast and I can't keep up and I keep getting behind more and more. That's called stress. So what to do is basically get off of that treadmill. But things like develop a sense of the ridiculous. So learn to laugh at life's knocks and at yourself because humor will melt stress. Learn to worry effectively. Hardly anyone breaks down from overwork, but they do break down from over-worry. So your attitudes and thoughts make you what you are. Develop your self-esteem. Pin a medal on yourself for work well done. Do something special for yourself. Imagine that you're on wheels (laughs) You'd never abuse your car the way that you do your body. So pay attention to your diet, your exercise, and get enough rest and recreation. Uh, Another one is celebrate the temporary. Don't wait until you retire to enjoy your life. Celebrate your life now. Life is what happens to you while you make other plans, so you have to enjoy life now, not just put it all off until you're how old, retirement age, whatever that is today. Um, and so so don't so don't just keep doing the plans and doing nothing for yourself presently. Uh, another good one is stay away from leaping contests with kangaroos. So <laughs> cut down on your type A personality. Don't compete with everyone all the time. Don't compare yourself with others. Only with the realistic standards that you set for yourself. Make sure that your goals are realistic. And set them, but make them realistic so that you can actually achieve, achieve them. So take a trip on a rainbow. Wouldn't that be fun? Take a trip on a rainbow. Look at all the beautiful things around you on the way because it's really a lovely world that we live in. And But you have to take time to look around and you have to be able to stop and look. I gave you the illustration when I was talking about anxiety of going for a walk and looking for those little things out there like the leaves that flit across the sidewalk or the, the dog that's running uh, along the street, or the kitty that's sitting in the window looking out at you. Those kinds of things. Take in those little things. Um, learn to daydream. It's all right to fantasize if you don't do it all the time. You don't want to be, be always in a fantasy world. But sometimes it's really good just to sit and dra- daydream and make sure you don't let go of your dreams Make sure you know what your dreams in life are, and please don't let go of them. So how do you, I mean, that's some ways, of course, for you to um, make changes and to deal with stress and so on. There's, there's a few others. Uh, so day-to-day kind of stress management. So give yourself a refill. And the most basic relaxation technique is deep breathing. I can't stress enough the 555 five, five exercise that I told you about this morning. Breathe in through your nose and count to five. Breathe out through your mouth and count to five and do it five times. This will relieve stress. This will help you with depression. And this will relieve and help you manage anxiety. So it's really important. Practice your positive self-talk. So listen to how you talk to yourself. What are you saying when you're talking to yourself in your head? And practice positive thoughts that I've been telling you about. We can often get so frustrated and worked up over things that we push ourselves too hard and we get out of emotional balance. The next time you are worked up about something, ask yourself... Is it really worth this kind of upset? Can I do anything about it? Do I really have to control it? And if you say no to these questions and release your anxiety about the situation, you will become more relaxed and energized. So just let go of things. So laughing, I've also mentioned that before today. Laughing is really good. Um, Try and find things to laugh at. Watch a comedy on TV and don't think about anything else except the comedy. There are some really uh, good shows and so on that are are comical and will help you to feel better, will help you to release, and so on. So the last one is be human. You know, tr- don't try to be superhuman. Be human. Just be who you can be and only do as much as you can do. There's only enough hours in the day. Your work day should be eight hours, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And there's only eight hours to do the work that you need to do. So do in those eight hours the very best that you can do and then leave it there. And... So those are some of the things that, that we can do to cope with stress. I also want to remind you of work-life balance because we must balance our life to prevent burnout because stress can certainly lead us there. And so right now we're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and In Radio and I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw and this is Let's Make Life Happen and I'll be right back
0: animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly Lipe is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daily Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com.
1: I'm Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen, coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And so in conclusion today, I've covered three topics really very quickly. These are very serious topics, and I hope that you have enjoyed what i've had to present maybe you've learned something new maybe not that's okay too sometimes a review is really good i really hope that everyone that's listening to me has not had to experience anxiety depression or stress it's not fun it's not not a not a Not a fun thing, that's for sure, but it is all of these things. You can learn a whole lot about yourself when you do go through them. You can look at them as an open door to make change for yourself. So anxiety, remember the things I said about it? Uh, Anxiety is about fear and it's fear of the future. That's my definition. It's um, it's really important that you do the deep breathing exercises. So the five, five, five that I taught to you. Those are the two most important things I think for you to remember with anxiety. With depression, depression is to do with anger being turned inward on yourself, and it's about the past and being angry at things to do with the past. That, again, is my definition. And stress, well, stress comes in life. It can be good. Good stress just pushes us on and keeps us going in life. But if it's not good stress, then it's bad stress. And bad stress is like being on um, a treadmill and feeling like you can't get off. And so what what do we need to do with these things? I went through some coping mechanisms and so on like that, that I hope will be able to help you with these things. We all endure stress in this day and age. You can't get away from it, but you can manage it. That's for sure. So next week's topic, I'm going to be talking with you about understanding anger and the different kinds of anger and, and it's a very interesting topic. So that's next week. And remember my website, www.makelifehappen.info. And remember my email, because you can email me at E, my initial, E, Shaw, S-H-A-W, at makelifehappen.info. So if you have any questions or you want handouts on any of the things that I've talked about, please email me and just let me know that. Remember, you can go to my website and you can order my book, um, The Butterfly Flies, there uh, that has just come out a couple of months ago. So it's brand new, and it's a lot more about myself. It's stories about incidents of my own life that you can relate to, and it tells you how I became victorious over them. It's my self-sabotage story. Um, I have a quote for you today, and the quote is, It is a lot easier to be angry at someone than it is to tell them that you are hurt. And Tom Gates is the person that said that. It's a lot easier to be angry at someone than it is to tell them that you are hurt. We sometimes have a really hard time identify our, identifying our feelings, and men do struggle with that more than women do. I have a, I have a little... Um, page that has different faces on it that ex- that shows what different feelings are that I use with my clients to be able to identify. And so we're coming to the conclusion of this show, and I am your host. I'm Dr. Eva Shaw, and you have been listening to Let's Make Life Happen. We've been coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I just wish you an excellent, excellent week, and I'll talk to you again next Friday. Bye
2: listening to let's make life happen with your host dr eva shaw to understand behavior and change your deserved level in life to achieve health happiness and fulfillment listen each week here on dr eva shaw's let's make life happen
0: you've been listening to the bbm global network